again. So today, we're talking about pap smears. Why the push for them? Stirrups, speculum, swabs, oh my! This podcast is going to go in depth on my experience, opinion, and some resources I have also found. A pap smear is something I'm sure you have had at least once if you are over 18. You go to your gynecologist and strip down, only wearing an ugly, revealing paper gown and paper sheet. You end up with feed-in stirrups, and they use this duckbill contraption to stretch open your vaginal canal for them to see the cervix and use the swab in a tiny spatula-looking thing to scrape against the opening of the cervix to check for cervical cancer. Every one to three years, it is different done depending on if you get an abnormal result. Doctors do this procedure to check for cervical cancers. If you have cervical cancer in your family, then you have a higher risk of developing cervical cancer. However, most cervical cancers develop from HPV. There are more than a hundred strains of HPV, human papilloma virus. There are 14 cancer-causing HPV strains, and only two which there is a vaccine for. I'm not sure why there's only two vaccines when there are 12 other strains that cause the cancer, but I will leave my thoughts alone on that one. So the procedure is to check on your reproductive health, because finding and treating it early is the key to prevention of spreading, and the better your chance of you beating it. Doctors and nurses do not care what you look like down there, so shaving or not is totally up to you and your preference. They've seen it all. Try not to have sexy time for at least two to three days prior so that it does not cause the results to be invalid. Remember, the doctors need to know 100% without seminal fluid invalidating the test. If you're pregnant, this next bit is for you. There are zero studies done on the effects of pap smears on pregnancies. Most websites and doctors will tell you that it's a 15-20% to chance of confirmed pregnancies ending in a miscarriage anyway, and that it's only coincidence that some women do after pap smears. But speaking with so many women who were fine and then go in to have a checkup and they're coaxed into having a pap smear done, then they go home bleeding and cramping and they pass the baby the same day. It's devastating. I don't feel that it's coincidental at all. I myself experienced this twice. I have declined for every following pregnancy. And you can absolutely say no during pregnancy if you do not feel comfortable with anything abrasive against your cervix. Some women have a very sensitive cervix, and honestly, if you've had any pap smears prior to pregnancy that caused a lot of cramping or any spotting, then I would just hold off, because the cervix is even more sensitive than right before a period. So if sex is uncomfortable after a period, then more than likely, it will be worse in pregnancy. Doctors typically do a pap smear during the pregnancy if you haven't had one done in the past year. It's not a necessity if you've never had an abnormal pap before. Even if they were to find cervical cancer in your pregnancy, 
They do not treat the can they don't treat the cancer until after the pregnancy has been completed as long as it's in the early stage. If you choose to get a pap smear in pregnancy, then you should expect some spotting or bleeding with cramps. This can be normal, but you should take you something pregnancy safe for the cramps, such as magnesium, as this will calm your cervix. Take it easy and rest for the rest of the day and do not have sex for a couple days. You should have the results of the pap smear within three to seven business days and your doctor will explain to you for your specific case on if any follow-ups or additional procedures will be needed. I hope this has answered some of your questions on pap smears and that you feel more at ease and knowledgeable about it.